Telly Apocalypse Radford. I float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. With my hot new racket, nobody beats me. Oh, yeah? Every volley's on the baseline, every service is an ace. I'll have you running all over the place. Now we will share a lifetime of the fondest memories. By the lake of Bonawana, sat in the old pine trees. Camp on, we hold you in our hearts. But when we think, the thing came apart. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name is Joey. And I'm Andrew. And this is a special episode 53. Sure is. Uh, We're going to have a very special guest, Venus DeMilo. Venus DeMilo Thomas. (laughs) Excuse me. Of uh, Salute Your Shorts fame. You know her as Telly. Telly Radford, I think one of the best. She's well, great. I that, mean, that show is full of good yeah, characters. It really names. is. <laughs> yeah. Um, but all the I, just the characters themselves are all great. Yeah. Um, but um, so we're going to be talking to her about just what she's got going on, how she feels about all this Nickelodeon yeah. stuff. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be really fun. Yeah. Reminisce on some of uh, some of uh, her salute shorts memories, yeah. including Kirk Bailey, who played Ugg, and Zeke the Plumber, and. <laughs> Uh, like, yeah, like we said, just being involved in a ton of stuff, just to kind of share, uh, some of her credits, uh, you would know her from pretty much everything that was on <laughs> in the nineties. Uh, she appeared in hanging with Mr. Cooper, oh boy. family matters, sister, sister, my so-called life party of five. Oh, my so-called life. I didn't notice that one. <laughs> I'm assuming these are all true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sabrina, the teenage witch, um, uh, the movie Life, starring Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, which man, what a, what a duo! <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, she, I think, was on one episode of Beyond Belief, Fact or Fiction. I'm familiar with it. It's a good one. <laughs> Boston Public, uh, The Hughleys, uh, The Jeez. Bold and the Beautiful, uh, and most recently, um, it was just a brief role, but she was on um, American Crime Story: The People vs. O.J. Simpson, which I think holds up as uh, one of the best over the last few years. And we actually <laughs> we talked to her a little bit about it, but we yeah. had stopped recording. But <laughs> yeah, uh, she but talked a little bit about you. yeah. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> but she, uh, you know, talked about being on set and seeing Larry King and how cool yeah. that was. And uh, that's a great show. Um, and she seems to be up to still a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm so happy that she's still working. <laughs> like I feel like a lot of these people have disappeared or we can't figure out maybe what yeah. they're doing now or they've like decided to do other things yeah but it's awesome that yeah. she's still in stuff and like big stuff and i mean em- oj and embracing uh yeah she's like does a great job of embracing like she loves she loves yes. telly she also embraces like she's uh, working on a documentary yeah. right now which we'll talk a little bit about um yeah she so. she seems really uh passionate about acting and yeah uh directing or writing and all the stuff that she's done yeah um it's just like it's really cool it is cool um we decided it would also be fun after the interview if you stay tuned after the interview we're gonna go over our top three telly storylines from salute <laughs> short so uh what stories we liked her in most yeah. um so we'll talk to her and then afterwards we'll we'll share our top three telly salute shorts uh, should we uh, play the interview? Yeah, let's do it. 
Uh, well, hi, Venus. Uh, thanks, <laughs> thanks for taking time to talk to us. Uh, you're welcome. My pleasure. <laughs> yeah, this is amazing. The second uh, Nickelodeon um, celebrity that we've <laughs> talked to. <laughs> Uh oh, uh oh, watch out, watch out. <laughs> um, so uh, I guess we'll just jump right in to yeah. some questions here. Um, what, uh, right off the bat, I guess I wonder, like, what has it been like being a part of this, like, Nickelodeon experience and resurgence lately, I guess? Like, um, it's great. It's, it's been great. Um, I mean, being a part of Solution Short definitely changed my life. Um, and made it, you know, a lot more exciting, um, for sure. I think it was just one of the best, um, uh, jobs that I ever had, you know. Um, mm. I really hope that it becomes part of the lexicon this time around with the resurgence of everything. I'd love to see an animated Solution Short so oh, yeah. they could bring me back at least <laughs> yeah. As, yeah. <laughs> as a cast member in a reboot. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, it seems like they are, like, Clarissa they just announced is yeah. rebooting, and yeah, so... Yeah, Pete and Pete, and yeah. lots of stuff is going on. Yeah, uh, I know, yeah. Or not Pete and Pete, I think Are You Afraid of the Dark, I think. Yes. Yeah, is, that's uh, right. And, do for another. Yeah. Yeah. So, hopefully, hopefully it'll make its way to, to us. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you were, you, we, yeah. Be- before we called, we kind of, like, went through the resume, and you were kind you had your, like, hand in pretty much everything yeah. 90s nostalgia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a great time if you were working. Yeah. Um, for sure. So, yeah. so, as you were growing up, like, besides doing the work, did you ever just, like, what was some of the stuff you would chill out and kind of watch for your own enjoyment that you weren't involved in? <laughs> like, what was the stuff you grew up um, on? I definitely was a Star Trek fan, so oh. I had to watch Star Trek every, every you know, new episode every yes. in a week, for sure. Next Generation? Um, yeah. Star Trek <laughs> Next Generation. It's like, I had seen every episode. I'm a big Jeopardy person, oh, yes. so watching Jeopardy every day, I think, growing up during that time was really cool, too. That's um, cool. Gosh, I, the Cosby Show, mm-hmm. uh, Family Matters, of course, yeah. you know, before I got, before I had the opportunity to be on it. So you, um, you watched Family Matters before you played Casey? For sure. Oh, <laughs> man. Definitely a big, was big, that... big uh, place in my you know, heart, was circle, that, and all that good stuff. I like, was that really surreal? I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I kind of grew up with Jalil a little bit. Um, yeah. We were in Italian together, so oh. I kind of knew him for, and also would see him in auditions. Oh, cool. So it's like, kind of like, you know, when, you, when you're in that business at that time, you kind of know, like, everybody that's working, or, you know, mm. it's kind of like a big family. Yeah. Um, I know I remember seeing Tia and Tamara at auditions um, from Sister Sister. Yeah. So to be to, to later have the opportunity to work with them was just like, wow, this is great. You yeah. Know? And and really so. and really they should have been like, wow, I'm working with <laughs> Telly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, they were not. They were, and it just was like so flattering to me. Yeah. I'm like you guys have a TV show. They're like, yeah, but you have Solution Short. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a cool so, that's a cool that's I mean, yeah. a cool, that's a cool pool of friends to have. Yes, <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. And I've run into them. I know um, recently, and they're just so sweet. 
So I went to the set of Instant Mom a couple years ago mm. uh, when that show was on, and it was just so amazing to go back to, you know, the, the state, actually on the lot that we shot Sister Sister on and see the mm. same makeup people, the same stand-in, <laughs> you know, it just takes you all the way back yeah. to that time, and, and hopefully they get a reboot soon as well. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah. Plenty to go around. So, yeah. You know, hey, I'll do them all. I don't <laughs> um, when you were doing, like, when you were in the midst of doing these things, uh, did you, were you going to school? Like, did you have friends that were aware of, like, these things that you were doing? Or did they care? Or? Yeah, I mean, um, I had my best friend at the time. It was so funny. When I started high school, I was still working on Salute Your Shorts, so mm. I, because I was, that was like my eighth grade of junior high school, and then I remember doing a pie fight, and then the next day going in to take my entrance exam for high school. Yeah. So <laughs> my mom was always like, just make sure you be friends with someone so you can get the homework, because I knew <laughs> I was never going to be there, you know? Yeah, good advice. Um, but luckily, I was able to work just enough so that I could stay in school, but then be tutored probably for half of the year. Mm, So I did know what it was like to sit in class and, you know, but I would have auditions and I would have a pager because at the time (laughs) we didn't have cell phones. So I would get that page that, oh, you know, you have an audition. So I'd run down to the payphone with my quarter and a dime (laughs) and call my mom, you know, find out what time I needed to be off of school, you know, and then once I got old enough to drive, I was able to drive myself to audition. Yeah. Um, and even throughout while I was in college, I, you know, I've just never really stopped acting. Wow. So, you know, auditioning is just a huge part of it, which is most of what, you know, you end up doing. So, yeah. um, it's just become a part of my life, you yeah. know? What was like, so in the time you were at school, what was your favorite class in high school? Like, huh. what did you, what subject oh did God. you? Oh my God. Um, who has a favorite? I mean, I like English. The English teacher really liked me, and I would just read. Yeah. Because I had an exciting way of reading, you know, and making, like, the great Gatsby sound relevant. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that, I think anything that, where I got to be center stage yeah. would definitely uh. be it. I mean, and then I love sports. And I don't know if it's because I was Kelly and I had to, like, really learn how to play softball and really, yeah. like, make sure I knew how to pitch, yeah. you know, and, you know, different things. Play tennis. They actually um, hooked me up with a tennis instructor before I did that episode so that, I, mm. you know, so it's like I got <laughs> some really cool instruction that way. But, um, I mean, I wasn't very, I, I mean, <laughs> typing was probably, like, the most exciting class for me. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also, like, my, my mom was, was, was very adamant about me learning how to type, so she made sure that the typewriter was sit on location oh, wow. uh, when we were shooting yeah. so that I could, you know, maintain the, you know, typing class that I had. Wow. So, I, I mean, that was probably the most fun. <laughs> Man, this you sounds, know? this is like so much, yeah. I, I guess I, I didn't think about how much work that this really is. Um, it sounds like so yeah. much of your life has been um, working toward this stuff. Um, yeah. I'm, I guess I'm kind of wondering, like, did you, did anything, um, inspire you or inspires you now to like, to do this stuff, to do the stuff that you love or like, what are the things that kind of make you want to do it? Well, it's like, I wake up every morning and I'm like, I'm going to 
morning and I know I'm an actress. And that's one thing that no one can take away from me, which is something that I just love. You know, no matter what, that's something that I I have been and always I feel will be. Um, But the ability to be able to wake up and be a character, to be a mom, and actually have somebody cast as my daughter and go into an audition (laughs) and pretend like we're mom and daughter. That is exciting. And then the next day, to be a cop. Yeah. To get us to that mindset of being a police officer and what it means for that scene, that is exciting. And I don't want to give that up. I love being able to create and make some people believe things that aren't true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's, that's my thing. That's what keeps me going. That's what inspires me is that I don't know what's around the bit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Um, you know, and, and it's like winning the lottery when I do book something. It's like, hey, uh, okay. Yeah. You know, I just. I did a UPS commercial recently where I uh, own a teddy bear factory. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you know, it's like the, it's like action, and then you're walking in your teddy bear factory, and there's all these employees that I that are my employees. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, and then of course something goes wrong because it's my teddy bear factory. Of course something would go wrong, you know. But I mean, it's it, that's really fun and cool and. And uh, there's not too many ways that you can do that aside from actually doing it, you yeah, know? So yeah. I like pretending. It's, that's the best part about the whole thing. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, not so much a question, but, like, one thing Andrew and I have talked a lot about, in, in particular with Salute Your Shorts, is neither of us went to camp. But I think um, uh-huh. one, one of the strengths of Salute Your Shorts was that I think they casted really talented actors, like kid actors. Uh, and so that, mm-hmm. like, if you're a kid sitting at home, I, I thought – I you kind of wanted to go to camp because you're like, oh, these would be the kids yeah. <laughs> I'd be hanging out with right. at camp. <laughs> I mean, but they did a great job of making it look so fun. I mean, yeah. every time we had those mealtime food fights, yeah. I mean, that's the highlight of your day. <laughs> when I go yeah. to work today, I'm going to be throwing food all day long. <laughs> right? That's so that's right. much fun. I mean, and even, even though these books weren't ours, I mean, we spent a lot of time in the, uh, on our sound stage, you know, it's like I had a bed, you know, and <laughs> yeah. I had these things that were, but you know, it wasn't really my bunk. But it just, I mean, we had fun just being in at camp. Yeah. Um, and also just the camaraderie you get from being outside and shooting exterior stuff. I mean, that was a lot of fun to be outside in the daylight uh, and, and, and be walking through trails and what have you. And yeah. luckily, I mean, I did, I was able to go to camp. Um, and get that experience uh, and, and have that kind of fun. But it's like, yeah, I mean, what better place to get a group of different kids together and see what they can come up with, you know? It's, it's just a perfect setting. Yeah, totally. We've talked about that a lot, uh, the outdoor yeah. settings being, like, being better, I guess, you know? Yeah, really. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, but you guys, like, you and all the other kids on that show just made it. I mean, they just... You all seemed so real to me, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I guess I wonder, um, do you ever, I don't know, it, either at the time or now, do you ever watch your stuff? Like, watch yourself do this stuff? And how do you... Yeah, um, I had a, we had a reunion uh, in Portland, Oregon, not too long ago. And um, we all were able to get together, and they showed Zeke the Pump the Plumber the <laughs> episode on the big screen. Yes. And I hadn't seen it in years. But boy, I thought Michael 
performance was really good. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, okay. You know? Yeah. Just, I mean, and, it is. And so. this script was great. Like, yeah, I was yeah. like, this is what, you know, it's like fantasy. And, I mean, it just, for that time period and, and for what we were doing, it, it was really, it was really good. Yeah. yeah you know, it's sure. fun. Um, and, and TV has changed so much now, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's hard to say like, oh, I wish we could get back to that. I mean, it was just really a different time. Totally. Yeah. Um, it definitely uh, Zeke the Plumber is one of I think the most iconic episodes yeah. of like 90s Nickelodeon period so like two yeah. two, two questions one <laughs> that that scene with uh, you and Zeke or uh, Kirk Bailey uh, do you yeah. do you remember anything about filming that scene where you know you're going to the ball <laughs> and then also uh, what what was it like working with Kirk Bailey because he was the only adult really actor on set uh, do you like were, I feel were you... for him I feel for him <laughs> Because, I mean, can you imagine just having to only mostly be working with a child actor? Um, and then not just a child, you get, like, you know, Michael Bauer and Trevor. And, I mean, you get us all in the room together. Yeah, right. It's kind of hard to deal with, you know? It's For like, sure. even now, it's a lot. Um, so, I mean, you know, he was awesome. Yeah, What a cool. great guy. You know, so much fun to work with. And willing to, like, go all the way. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, he sure. really, I mean, if he did stunts, then, I mean, he was the, he was the <laughs> joke, the joke. Yeah, the, yeah. You know, so he showed us a level of acting, you know, and that made us that much better, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, do you yeah. have, do you, I know you've just been in so much stuff, <laughs> like, I mean, I was going over your stuff, like, that 90s, like, you were in, like, just so many 90s shows that were such a big part of that time period. Um, yeah. Do you have a favorite role that you had? Oh, man. I mean, Kelly. Come on. <laughs> Kelly Rapper. I mean, the cool thing is that I can go out, some, some people will recognize me or know the show oh, wow. and start singing, <laughs> singing the, you know, it's like nothing like to hear that in a bar somewhere, yeah. or even on the street, you yeah. know? But, so I think that definitely stayed with me. Yeah. Um, it's a but, great character I mean, I, name. I, I have to say that being on Family Matters was also a uh, really tremendous experience. Yeah. And then also working with Eddie Murphy in Life. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I got to work with him for a week and see his work ethic. And, um, I mean, to really be in the room with Eddie Murphy and Martin Lawrence, it's like, yeah. come on. You can't, <laughs> it's something you can, you know, what do you say to that, yeah. you know? And, and just to be a fly on the wall and be accepted as part of the scene. What yeah. a great, what a great uh, opportunity, you know. And I really have to thank my mom for 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 getting me into the business yeah. and for you know helping me maintain my sanity throughout. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a crazy business. It's a crazy business. Um, you, uh, I read that you studied film in college. Is that true? Yeah. So it's so funny. I just went uh, back to Loyola Marymount University to be a keynote speaker um, oh. in their. Um, pathways in, in entertainment. Oh, cool. So because I've had so many pathways, I was able to hopefully shed some light for them on different things that you can be. I mean, besides yeah. being an actress, I uh, worked with my mom at her talent agency that she had oh. for about over 18 years. Oh, wow. um, she, closed, she closed down about seven or eight years ago. 
Okay. But um, I was also uh, a digital intermediate producer, which means I did uh, a lot of uh, trailers, and I did a oh, feature no. film called um, Machine Gun Preacher, where I was the digital intermediate producer of production oh, cool. um, part of it. Yeah. Um, so I, in doing trailer work, though, I was able to to set up meetings and uh, color sessions for Michael Bay, J.J. Abrams. Oh. Um, Gore Vervinsky, when we oh, did wow. Rango. I mean, so being able to meet these people and, again, be in the room with these yeah. people was is also a tremendous experience. I just knew that's what I wanted to do. So any way I could do that, if it's not in front of the screen, I figured post-production is a great way to do it because uh, being in that environment, I could also finish my own personal project. Mm. I had a short film that went to the Sundance Film Festival. I'm working on a documentary right now. Oh, cool. Um, and trying to see, and we'll see where that goes. Yeah, yeah, so, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, what's the documentary about? Um, I took about 21 of uh, my very different uh, friends, uh, and I say different in that they just have very different careers. Some of them are comics. I've mm. got a friend of mine who's a rapper. I have a friend that's a poet, um, a teacher, and I ask them all the same questions. And basically, this is kind of a, a, a hodgepodge of um, all their responses, oh. how they deal with Los Angeles traffic, and it's all revolving <laughs> around L.A. Yeah. Um, you know, and what they love about L.A. Um, yeah. That sounds really so, cool. Um, <laughs> totally. Yeah. It should be cool. So we'll see. I'm, I'm editing right now, so we'll see what happens. All right. Well, I, I like the synopsis. Yeah. Let us know when it's done. <laughs> yeah. For sure. For yeah. sure. Uh, <laughs> What it? Yeah. What is? And you can't say life. Uh, what is? What is one of your favorite <laughs> films of all time? <laughs> or any, I mean, that I was in, or no, that no, of just all time. No, yeah, j- time. just like something where you're like, I'm home. This is a yeah. movie I could throw on <laughs> anytime. Die Hard. Oh. Wow. <laughs> Duh. Die Hard is the movie. I mean, that's the one. Wow. Anytime, any day. You know, and it's the Christmas movie. I don't care what anyone says. You know? it's, 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 yeah, that's definitely my favorite. I mean, I get excited. There's, um, you know, Nakatomi Plaza in the movie. Yeah. It is Fox Plaza here in Century City, and I drive by it all the time, and I still get excited when I see that movie. <laughs> that's how much I love that movie, for sure. That's, that's my go-to. That's awesome. Yeah, that's hilarious. Um, yeah. So you've you just like it seems like you do so much uh, in this industry. Um, do you? I mean, maybe it seems like acting you maybe do the most. Is that your favorite of these things? Or yeah, I mean the thing is is that the the industry has changed so much. So even when you think you got something, you don't know uh, you know how long it's gonna last. Yeah, um, which is scary. But I feel like back in the day, you kind of knew a show was gonna run for years. Yeah, and now it's like you kind of don't know, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I mean, I'll definitely that's definitely where my heart is. But cool. with it being so, you know, seasonal, it's hard to say. Well, that's all I want to do. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I always like to keep myself busy in other realms that allow me to to be a creative and, and still work on my own project. That's awesome. Without having to totally depend on that next audition, which is not a good feeling. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, waiting for the phone to ring is not fun. So totally. it's just nice to have something going on always uh, so that I'm just completely motivated and, and always looking for the next opportunity. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's impressive. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. so, um, 
we we don't want to take up too much of your time, but definitely we like ending with some questions since most of our audience tunes into us because of '90s <laughs> Nick of asking you just kind oh, of like uh, I, asking I, you yeah. like uh, a series of questions from all things '90s Nick. Um, okay. <laughs> so so first, maybe not necessarily your favorite, but is there any episode of Salute Your Shorts that you think about the most? Uh, like just like occurs to you mm. either because of filming or because of the end product. Okay. Um, gosh, uh, I love Zeke the Plumber because we shot at night, which is a lot of fun uh, to oh, do. That's cool. Yeah. Um, I like telling the tennis racket because <laughs> I got to train in tennis, yeah. which is yeah. really awesome. Um, and then anything with the awful waffle or the fight, <laughs> that was like always a groundbreaking. And has anybody ever confirmed? Do- what? What was that? Has anybody ever confirmed what an awful waffle is? <laughs> Nobody knows. That's crazy. No, I, don't, I, I don't think there's an answer to that question. Um, but yeah, so it's so you're ready to do one, whatever it is. <laughs> um, do you, besides salute your shorts, what would you say was your favorite '90s Nickelodeon theme song? <laughs> oh my gosh, that uh, I know. There's no better one. Than <laughs> Definitely the only one with the word fart in it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes! Which is a complete 90s word. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, how about yeah. any, was there any 90s Nick game shows that you were really into? Like you thought like, oh man, I want to be on that game show. I mean, I, w- I would have loved, I know some of the cast members got to be on Double Dare, uh, but I had the opportunity to be on Wild and Crazy Kids. Oh, uh, yeah. That was a lot of fun. Man. Yeah. yeah it looked so cool. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. So, and I'm still friends with uh, one of the the, the redheaded oh. uh, girl from the show. She's yeah, we're still in touch. And, cool. Um, yeah, Omar. I got to work with Omar on Smart Guy. Oh yeah, so yeah. I, I, you know, I was able to work with him again. So it's just kind of like yeah, wow. big Nickelodeon family. You know. Yeah. That's and weird. then I know Phil. Um, more. I'm oh, in yeah. touch with him, even though we didn't really work together yeah. during that time. Because Nickelodeon is having that whole like get together again. I've been in touch with him, and we've become friends over the years recently. Oh, that's cool. Um, which is yeah. great. That's yeah, awesome. he was a great he's actually, host. He's actually in my documentary. So. Oh, oh, cool. Um, yeah, which is really awesome. You're gonna have to watch mm-hmm. for this. Yeah. Um, yeah. the only, uh, one last thing that I, uh, just wanted to mention was I saw on IMDb a couple documentaries that you maybe are involved in that were mentioned on your page, um, The Orange yeah. Years and Forever Anawana. Um, just yeah. wanted to see if you have, could tell us a little bit about those or. Well, I know they've interviewed, um, lots of different people, hmm. uh, either from Salute Your Shorts or... Uh, on the Nickelodeon, you know, platform yeah. from that time period. Uh, so they're, they're actually, I mean, I, they've interviewed, I, both of those I think I was interviewed for, so it, it depends on how much they want to keep in of me. Yeah, but yeah. I know that they're definitely in, in production and post-production, so cool. hopefully they'll be out soon. I'm as young as you are. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know what they're about. <laughs> and I hope I look good. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. um, well, this was... 
great. Um, I, yeah. I mean, you were just like a one of the staples of uh, this like period of time where it's almost like a character that has become more than a character. Yeah. I guess on yeah. a lot of this oh, stuff, wow. and like you're one of those, and kind of transcend it transcended gender. So like uh, Andrew and I. We did this thing where we picked uh, from 90s Nickelodeon who would be your best friend, girlfriend, or boyfriend, depending on gender, and then uh, mm-hmm. villain. And I, I said Telly, I think, would be my best friend just because she really seemed like the moral leader of the camp. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, just so I wanted to fight for what's right. I wanted everybody yeah. to win, rally together. Yeah, you could, you know? you, yeah. could, you could count on Telly to stand up to Budnick, which, you know, was necessary. Right, right, right. <laughs> So, um, you know? yeah. this was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, for, well, thank for... you. You guys are so cool. I appreciate you guys having me. This is really wonderful. Yeah. Thank uh, you so much. And uh, stay in touch. Let us know what's happening with the documentary. We'd oh, be happy yeah. to keep, I surely will. keep shouting I surely it out. Will. You guys stay in touch with me, too. Awesome. Cool. Um, thank I you. I appreciate it. I appreciate the support. It really means a lot. Cool. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. Okay. I'll well... talk to you later. Awesome. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Peace. <laughs> well that was venus de milo thomas super great cool. interview yeah. awesome she's so cool i uh, think we probably could have talked to her for like 30 more minutes yeah, but uh but we don't want to yeah, take yeah, up yeah. all her time you know <laughs> we don't want to get a, a bad rep around town yeah. for being the guys who <laughs> <laughs> waste everyone's yeah, time yeah. <laughs> but uh now we're gonna t- get into our favorite telly episodes in honor of her being on the show yeah super cool for her to be here and just kind of an excuse to reminisce about some totally. salute your shorts which is One always welcome best shows <laughs> yes so let's uh you want to just jump in yeah so number three what yeah you got? number three i chose bunk chief elections oh wow okay so this one's about dina and T- dina versus telly yes for who's gonna control the bunk <laughs> um and T- Telly and Dean are like trying to convince Zizi to vote for She's the, the deciding other one. factor, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I think it's a really great ep- A lot of Telly, just like a really good um, characterizing episode for her. Um, yeah. And it just, you know, she's one of those characters that I think is just like a really relatable one. Yeah. Um, as far as Nickelodeon in general goes, like she's just, I don't know what it is. She was, um,. We, we, we told her in the interview a little bit, but like really relatable. Uh, and she wasn't, I've already said this before, but I wasn't mm. a big fan of Michael. He was like down mm. the middle, but in a way that like, I wasn't like super like, oh man, Michael's interesting. Yeah. But Telly was down the middle in a way where you like could really see where she was coming from. She yes. felt like a leader of the camp, kind of on the right side of things. Yeah. <laughs> it almost felt like people were often... Like, she was trying to do the correct thing, and yeah. people were trying to, against her, <laughs> trying to do the wrong thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she often had to battle that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, my number three is Michael Comes to Camp. Wow. Season one, episode one. <laughs> uh, and in this episode, uh, Michael uh, breaks Telly's glasses. Um, yeah. And this is Telly trying to get a feel for the new kid at the camp, and she's kind of dismayed by him. But uh, I really just, like, I think that from the episode one, I picked it because it really does a great job of presenting Telly as, like, um, having emotions. And um, I don't know, like, just the simple thing of her glasses breaking and this being, like, a big deal to Telly seemed to really inform who the character was. So it seemed like a really great job of setting her up as, like, 
plus she like forgave Michael and yeah. uh, I think it did a nice job of setting her up. That's a really good choice and one that I didn't even think of. Um, but I think like in that episode, I just re- specifically remember her and Michael kind of like patching things up yeah. at the end. Yeah. And it was a weirdly like effective moment yeah. that he wasn't so common for other shows. Like yeah. that's weird. Like I feel like that's one of those moments where it kind of goes a li- above and beyond. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so good pick. Thank you. Good pick. Um, number two for me is toilet seat basketball. Hey. Uh, this is another one where Telly is like kind of trying to be the voice of reason mm-hmm. here, trying yeah. to make everybody practice. Yes. Um, but they despite Budnick's <laughs> efforts, <laughs> Budnick wants to cheat, and yeah. everybody goes along with the easy way. Right. But uh, I think this was like a good, like strong telly episode where it was really about her character, kind of like trying to do the right thing against everybody else, take the higher road. Yeah. Uh, and then even at the end, when um, the team decides to let her rejoin. And she just convinces them not to cheat. Yeah. They're playing. It's tied, right? Or um, they I forget. They're down one, I think, maybe. But Budnick wants in. She's not letting him in because she yeah. knows he'll like throw the game. <laughs> and then, you know, because she's got that heart, she yeah. lets Budnick in the game. And he does exactly <laughs> what she thought he was going to do. Um, but showing kind of Catelli is like that really nice yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Good one. Uh, my number two is Donkey Lips and Sponge Way In. Wow, I I almost picked that one, but good, good one. Um, so in this case, she is serving as like their coach, um, yeah. where Donkey Lips is trying to lose weight and Sponge is trying to put on weight, uh, and she sets up like routines and training routines for them. And so I like her in this role of kind of again a leader, a coach, yeah. um, and uh, I don't know. There's just like a lot of like weird, funny stuff in the episode that. Of her inter, that's like a really interesting three characters to be interacting: Telly, Donkey Lips, and Sponge. That's true. That's, yeah. <laughs> um, like the three I would not put together, I guess. So, yeah. um, I thought that was a really compelling story. Um, I found one trivia fact about that episode, which is Telly tell, uh, orders Donkey Lips to run around the camp twenty times, while Sponge has to eat twenty bananas. Donkey Lips only runs around the camp once, but cameras cu- camera cuts were made to give the impression that he'd run a mile. Trevor uh, I- Eister, uh, who played Sponge, said that he got sick as he did eat over tw- over 20 bananas and then threw up just before Donkey Lips was supposed to come back in. Wow. Yeah. It's like so. almost becoming reality. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, they were living camp. Yeah. yeah. That's a great choice. A great... Another great, like, I think one of the things that's great about that character, Telly, is... Um, that she's just a really like strong female character, mm-hmm. but without um, like belaboring it. I guess like I, I think that um, more recent shows, especially kids shows, tend to like really push whatever their point is like, yeah. in your face to where to the point to the detriment of the story. Yeah. And I think this is like a great example of like what makes this feel so real. Um, and I, don't know, I really like it. Yeah, cool. Um, number one. So my number one might be yours. Yeah, it might be. Telly and the tennis match. It sure is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a great one. Um, That's good. Between us, we have five solid Telly episodes. Yes, yeah. yeah. So there's a, uh, like, the top tier kid at the camp uh, whose name is um, yes. Scotty, Scotty Wex. <laughs> yes. And... Uh, 
she wants to dethrone him yeah. as the tennis champion, and she's got to do some shady dealings. Yeah, I <laughs> somehow like part the part of this episode that like <laughs> sticks with me, I guess, is her um, wanting to get that new tennis racket to be better. Yes, and then her mom won't buy it for her, right. so she's got to like <laughs> resort to Budnick. Yes. In what, what is a great scene where it's like the cabin is dark, Budnick is in. It's a. It's supposed to supposed to be like the Godfather. Oh. Um. Let's let's hear some of it here. I've come to ask you a favor. Sid. I understand you require a new tennis racket. You know it's the only way I can beat Scotty. The sponge one by my aunt's. It grieves me that you do not come to me first for this matter. Magnesium boron frame. Australian leather hand grip. If I had that, I could whoop Scotty Rex. I could take the Intercamp tournament next week. Then stay. If you like it, it's yours. There's no way I can afford that. You insult my generosity. I was going to make you a gift of this racket. As a gesture of goodwill to the camp on a wanted tennis program. People are wrong about you, Budnick. You're not a blood-sucking leech. As I get older and wiser, I've come to realize that you can't always take from society. Sometimes you must give. But before I bestow this gift, you must understand that there may come a time where I will require a favor of you. No problem. Are you prepared to perform a task whenever I ask? <laughs> that racket? Sure. To seal this pact, I'm going to ask that you swear the most sacred oath of Camp Anawana. The kiss of the double pinky thumb knuckle. serve Scotty Rex a big bowl of loser soup. Um, so, so you could tell like Telly has been forced into this scenario of like pure ugliness with yeah. Budnick whose hair is slicked back and <laughs> Donkey Lips is there as the side man. And, um, but she goes for the racket kind of in a moment it's like one of the rare moments where we see telly act on impulse yeah. like i need to beat scotty wex <laughs> yeah but i love that with her character specifically because she's normally not like that at all yeah. and this is like just that moment of weakness where just like i gotta take the chance you know like <laughs> yeah. she just gets broken down it's just it's just like a really realistic feeling scenario yes you know? Um, there's there's a line that I loved, which is, I'm going to serve Scotty Wex a big bowl of loser soup. <laughs> <laughs> a wonderful piece of dialogue. Nice. Um, a few a little pieces of trivia from that episode. Uh, Steve Slatkin, uh, the creator yeah. of uh, Salute Your Shorts, um, created a more charismatic, jovial character named Ronnie Pinsky, played by Blake Sennett. Uh, he was originally going to play Scotty Rex in Telly's tennis match, mm. but uh, MacArthur left the series. Um, several rewrites were made. So wow. it sounds like characters kind of got shuffled yeah, around. Interesting. And, yeah. yeah. Uh, the tennis racket that Telly uses is a, I don't know if I'm saying this right, a Dane Pro 1 OS. 
that was sim- similar to the one that Andre Agassi was using at the time. Oh. <laughs> Nick really sprung for the you know, oh, yeah. high-level <laughs> equipment. As if kids were like, oh, that's Agassi's yeah. racket. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this is the only episode in the series where it shows campers purchasing items from the account store. The account store is run by Ugg and is actually the kitchen and the swinging doors were taken out. Wow, that you know that's funny. Um, there's another episode where they're bringing in like contraband food from outside camp. I could have sworn there was something with the mm. store in that one, but maybe interesting, I'm just misremembering. Yeah, or the, all these facts are wrong, and I <laughs> just didn't double check them. <laughs> Uh, the the only other one I had is the tennis racket that Budnick gives Telly was also hanging over his bed in season one and huh. season two it's next to Donkey Lips and Pinsky's bunk. Huh. Yeah. The tennis racket. Yeah. Uh, did you have any close call? Like, was there one you were on the fence about? Um, I do not really have a uh, close call, but having heard uh, your argument for the first episode, I just didn't think of that, and that would certainly be my yeah. close call. Cool. Uh, and then you mentioned toilet seat basketball, yeah. which I was very close on. Mm. I just decided, uh, yeah, Michael comes to camp would be, it's just a great introduction. It so, is. Yeah. 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 That's great. Well, uh, always fun to think about salute your shorts again. Fun, yeah. fun to talk yeah. to Venus. Salute your shorts might be the most underrated of the shows. Yeah. The it's... fact that it's so funny without a studio audience, it's shot on location yeah. and the mute, the kid, the kids are great. Um, the music in the show is really good. Like you, that use of yeah. classical music oh, yeah, yeah. rather than like zany, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, there's so many good things about it. Yeah. I mean, all the right components. And I, I almost wish, I just wish like maybe they had more of a budget, uh, oh, sure. in retrospect, yeah. like for, for everything. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's amazing even watching some of these episodes where like, is I'm picking them apart. I see things where I'm like, well, that was kind of a clumsy cut or something. Yeah. But even with that, it's still really effective. Yeah. It's like somehow they were good enough to transcend even these like little yeah. flubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, uh, another interview in the books. Again, I don't think you and I ever thought when we started this podcast we'd talk to anybody no. related to yeah, Nickelodeon. For so, sure not. <laughs> uh, two is cool, and we oh, act, we've uh, reached out to a couple other people. So again, it's still possible. I guess we can yeah. talk to some more people this year. Kind of cool. Um, but what are we doing next week? Oh boy, uh, next week is episode fifty-four, mm-hmm. and we're gonna have another year in review. Yes, this year is. 1992. <laughs> okay. 1992. <laughs> I know it feels like we've done more than that yeah, with yeah, all the like, really moments did. in history, yeah. but uh, yeah, we did 1990 with our buddy Jim. We did 1991 with Candace, and um, this will be his second appearance. We're going to do 1992 with our buddy Jason, um, who's very excited, and ni- as we kind of predicted, each year is becoming a little more relatable, yes. a little more material I'm familiar with. Yeah. Um, I do really like this because um, you really do see this like huge surge in really like interesting creative stuff like right as the 90s go along yeah it's very weird um yeah and people have really seemed to like these year in reviews so it's exciting to do another one uh, so check out 1992 next week uh in the meantime if you want to get a hold of us we're on twitter at boc podcasts we're on instagram at orange couch podcast uh, we, you can email us at orangecouchpodcast at gmail.com 
listen to us on Podbean, listen to us on iTunes, leave a review, that'd be great. And even better is to tell a friend about uh, this uh, podcast that interviews the likes of <laughs> Will McRobb and Venus DeMilo Thomas. Whoa. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, we'll see you next episode.